everybody, and welcome back to another show of uh, Pre-Match Muti. We have the King of the North. He's with us, representing Newcastle. We have, I was going to say, Dengasaurus again. Keep sticking in my head, but I've got another name for you, Wonga. Give me a second. I wrote it down somewhere. Um, but yeah, we've got Wonga over there. We've got the Bluetooth Fairy um, in the bottom right-hand corner. <laughs> if you guys want to know why we call him the Bluetooth Fairy, uh, Blue, I can't even speak. Tooth Fairy. The Bluetooth Fairy. It's because you're not supposed to be saying that, Chief. <laughs> that's, that's a classic yes 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 uh, what i meant what i meant to say for wonga's introduction was zuma's son of course and then we've got ashley young at the bottom <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, there, oh yes 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 zuma's son yes it's the last show <laughs> how are you guys doing man i see you guys had a good show without me nick did a decent job eh? not no, too bad always, nah, always nah, nick, 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 nick is a good stand-in man yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick held us well, man. We don't miss you at all, Claude. You haven't missed you at all. You can't expect anything less from a Newcastle fan, can you? <laughs> I guess he was resting all over. <laughs> he was resting over the weekend just to prepare for that, you know, uh, <laughs> cool down game. <laughs> but how's, how's everyone feeling for their, their respective fixtures this coming weekend? Is everyone feeling okay? I know Wonga should have a bit more of a smile than he usually has. I mean, huh. I don't know. Yo, they surprised me four weeks running here. Okay, but actually they surprised me that first week and the others were just expected. So, well, yeah, I feel, like I, I, I feel like I must just speak to Nick, the Newcastle man, and then we, I just take his perspective on how to approach uh, matches because, yay, <laughs> my hopes are high here. And we just kept well, getting well, crashed. <laughs> well, well, I've got a theory, man. I think you guys should just play, the guys that you play in the Europa League, play them on the weekend, man. Those guys play, they are hungry. They are hungry, you know what I mean, for some game time, and they actually play well. So just play those guys rather, man. Ah, yeah. <laughs> well, just, there's nothing else to do. Hey. There's nothing else you yeah, can do. Because right? if you're losing every weekend, you might as well play another other guys, you know? No, I feel you, I feel you. Guys, uh, Jason's welcoming me back. You, you guys didn't even say welcome back. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm really glad to be here. <laughs> I'm really glad to that. be here. Nicholas Logan. Yeah, Nicholas uh, Lagan. Is it Lagan? Is Lagan. that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Lagan. so, Nicholas, oh, we'll sorry. answer your Let's question. We'll, yeah, yeah, blame your blurry screen, Wonga. It's just called getting better Wi-Fi connection. However, we're going <laughs> to talk about the Manchester derby just after the first game. And um, but, I don't know how they always shaft. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Can, can, sorry. I, can I ask, is the Manchester Derby um, same for last? Listen, Celo, I've put it in order of the fixtures. Stop getting always. You always get tight about this, eh? Always. He always says, no, I, I didn't save it for last. I don't understand this. Eh? Guys, what, 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 guys, I, told I don't you, think I you told get you. the opportunity to ever mention that Man United can be the, you're the best, save the best for the last at this point. Guys. Guys. It's, 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 it's Go for it's, it. it's the biggest. It's the biggest derby between City rivals in the Premier League. Oh, please! Come it's on, bigger, no. it's bigger than Merseyside derby. As as currently, currently, I'm not talking about his, historically. I'm talking about currently. Thanks, Scott. I'm gonna ignore what Celo said. I'm just gonna say thank you, thank you for greeting me, Scott. <laughs> and thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll let my mom hey, know. I'll mom, let my mom know. Yeah. Hey, wish your mom happy birthday there. How did yeah, he know that? I don't know. She's going to love it. She's going to love it. I'm going to screen didn't grab this from it? We, we, we mentioned it, didn't we? No, I, I didn't mention anything. I can't remember. Did someone tapped his foot on the side there or what? 
No, yeah, dude, he's chatting. Scott, he's chatting to you there. I don't know what's going on there. Because he's not part of our WhatsApp group. This is a bit... Uh, but I'm glad you're here, Scott. I'm glad you're here. Um, so, do you want to show everyone uh, your drink of choice? The typical United oh, yeah. man has to be drinking his typical drink. Devils, Devils, Devils Peak. Yes, yes. Red Devils. Dope. Is that the one that was delivered to you or is that still coming? Ah, that's still coming, man. That's still coming. Don't worry. That's still coming. I still, I still have some, some of my, my, my old stash... Uh, I bought I bought myself a couple actually the last last week and I still have I still have uh, quite a lot because I wasn't home much this past weekend so um, I'm gonna be drinking that this weekend to match the derby maybe might some put some meat on coals you know getting ready for the match you know nice. I'm surprised you haven't drowned your sorrows in those beers at this point in time it'll be a waste of alcohol man. <laughs> I Look, I, I know this is a Premier League show, but do we touch on the fact that United got um, demoted to the Europa League, or just Surely, more likely... please, can we? Can can I? No, can they I, get demoted. They're just coming. Yeah, you're just saying they're coming because Arteta's left the spare keys there for Alegona <laughs> underneath his mat. Welcome to the party. Is that what that's about? Yeah, give us, give us, give us, give us the Wi-Fi password. The funniest tweet of uh, Tuesday night was uh, the Europa League Twitter handle welcoming Man United to the to the Europa no League. They said welcome and they tagged Man United. That's, That's just cheeky. that is just thrown into to the next level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Shane, uh, let's let's proper. let's move on. Let's move on and let's discuss the the, the big game for you, Nick, this weekend. Um, can, can and I that ask is you something. Why am I always started? When my team, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. come on, man. Come on. I, actually, I think this is a bit of a, I think a, bit of a conspiracy theory happening here, to be honest. Because like I said, I take it based on the fixture list and he plays first on the weekend. And it seems like every weekend Newcastle play first. But it's largely yeah. to the point of what Cello was saying. You know, we play the, we've got to start off with the, you know, the, the start of the test. And we know how passionate you get about it, you know. And then we've got to keep yeah. the guys onto the show long enough to get to the, the good bit. Thankfully, the Man United Man City isn't necessarily the big or the good bit today. So that's why it's going to be the middle layer. But let's start with, yeah. with the starter. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start with the starter. Hey, I, agree, I agree with what Jason said. What did Jason say? I'm going to check Jason. it out now. All right. All righty. Um, Nick, speak to us. What's happening with the Newcastle status at the moment with regards to COVID, not COVID? So, who's, who's available? Who isn't available? Do you think this is going to be a good game? I think in terms, of, in terms of um, the clubs being quite, uh, quite tight-lipped at the moment, um, a lot of the big journalists up uh, north, Jason, you need to keep quiet. Uh, <laughs> um, but in terms of, in terms of uh, you know, what a lot of the journalists are suggesting is the Premier League, together with the clubs, both uh, West Brom and Newcastle, needed to, to sort of let the fans know if the game's going ahead because I think only up until yesterday or the day before was, was it actually confirmed. Um, that the game will go ahead because obviously we had the 19 plus cases and I think we were well into double figures between players and staff members. Um, what sort of training they've had in the last couple of, or the last two weeks, I, I'm not too sure. And I do think Steve Bruce's squad is depleted. However, as I said, the club is quite tight-lipped in, in the sense that we're not actually sure who is available and who's not available. So the players have obviously not allowed to, to, to say anything because if you look at their sort of social media platforms, they're not, they're not saying much. So it will be very interesting to see. Um, if, if it means anything, I think this is probably the best team to play against when you have a problem like this. Uh, so if we are depleted, 
a very um, out of form West Brom, a, a team that's struggling. And um, hopefully we can put a team together that, that is strong enough to, to get the team over the line. Remember, the whole training ground was shut. So that does, doesn't necessarily suggest that they were all um, players, first and foremost, or if they were players, um, that they were first team regulars. So I'm hoping that the first team regulars were the ones with a bit of brains that actually followed the protocols and maybe the sort of younger more carefree, maybe under 23s or guys that are just breaking into the first team are the ones that maybe got infected. So it is it is very unclear at the moment. Um, but I'm hoping for a sort of another victory. We beat Crystal Palace away from home. This should be straightforward, um, but it's never straightforward for Newcastle United, as you guys know. Yeah, um, I've done. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we can argue that point. Um, but West Brom, you know, they're leaking. The one, the one positive thing is if Callum Wilson is fit. I mean, West Brom yeah. leak goals left, right, and centre. So you, let's hope the lad's playing. Otherwise, we don't know what's going to happen. Like you said, yeah. so so Nick, um, you know what, what what I shared with you earlier in the group about that um, uh, those people, those um, the female Newcastle supporters. I actually looked at their little video that they have on YouTube and they were discussing Jolinton and uh, one yeah. of them was because of Jolinton and his time at Newcastle. Um, yeah. you know, I think previously or the show before that, uh, I spoke about how impressed I was with him against Palace. So do you sure. think this might be the start of something like, yeah. you know, Linton? Uh, I think, I think for me it is, I don't know. I've, I've, I've always, you know, when you spend forty million pounds on a player, you want it to work. You know, you don't want to, you don't want it to, to, to go Andy to waste. But the thing is, yeah, and he yeah, <laughs> work. You hold out and you support the player, but you know he's been so poor more often than not. But he is starting to come into 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 the fold where he's he's becoming more effective. So his sort of game is improving when he's got sort of. Uh, uh, his his back to back to defenders. He's receiving the ball and his link up plays a little bit better. He is very rash in the box. He just snatches at things and he swipes at shots. And his technique, I sometimes uh, I'm a bit concerned about. But if you look at him when he played in Germany, he was lethal. And that, then I start to think: is the is all the other leagues or are all the other leagues actually that more that much more insignificant? in terms of quality compared to the Premier League because he was absolutely flying in Germany and he has absolutely not got off the, uh, the ground here in, here, in, here in the UK. Yes, he has improved. I mean, if you look at his goal, he must kick the thing and it, there was a deflection. So, you know, I don't know. We, we, have to, we, have to sort of, we have to sort of give him time. How much time? I'm not 100% sure. Um, but hopefully, hopefully he, he can come right because... We can't just rely on Callum Wilson or Andy Carroll True. for that. True. True. But but I think I think when I think about it, I think we we touched on it. We touched on it when Rich was here that some players that come from other leagues they play a certain style, right? So we're talking about things. Yeah. Sebastian Heller and and, and Linton, is that the style that they were playing in the, in the German club that they were at was maybe a bit more attractive football. But then yeah. also when you miss hit a shot, you miss hit doesn't mean there's no style of play. Um, when you don't get the chances, I guess sure. that's when you play style of play. So I think yeah. Jolin miss hitting that's 
that's that's just a technical skill. That, I think that, the big thing for me, Celo, in that sense is when Rafa Benitez was here, they had a director of football, um, or the guy who was in charge of the signings, uh, Graham Carr, and essentially he was told that these are your options in terms of a director of football. That's how it happens. And he wanted to re-sign, uh, we wanted to sign Solomon Rondon um, at 29 years old or 30 years old on a permanent uh, from West Brom. And the other option was Jolinton at 22 years old for 40 million pounds. Solomon Rondon was going to cost half the price. And when, you know, you've got a manager like Rafa Benitez saying that this guy isn't good enough. Then I start to, this was one of the reasons why Benitez didn't stay because he didn't have control of who he was signing. Obviously, the contract that he was offered was was not what he was worth. Um, so I, I do agree with you in the sort of, we don't have a style under Bruce, um, but, you know, he's just, you know, if, if you're a good enough player, you will outshine and you will you will value your, your fee, essentially. Um, mm. But it is unfair to put that fee on him because he never chose to be 40 million pounds. Mm. You know, that's just an inflated yeah. market. But also, yeah. Nick, playing, playing in Newcastle, playing far north there in the cold weather, that's not exactly the prettiest of cities around. And let's be honest. Um, Listen, I don't know. You, no, 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 no. Have you been there? Don't tell me that. Have you been there? I've been to Liverpool. I've been to Liverpool. If you're gonna say Newcastle is Liverpool, what I mean before, before you get before you get very defensive, what I mean is not not everyone is not in Newcastle. Not everyone's used to that weather. Have, have you been there? I'm asking. Just answer but, that. But okay. honestly, all, all yeah, Nick, it, is, it is sometimes difficult for um, foreign players, no matter the price tag, to come into the English Premier League and, yeah. and uh, fire on all cylinders from the get-go. It's, uh, they do take some time to at least get worn into the system. Whole, it's been a whole season, though, Mosa. I don't know. Yeah, so he has to he has to now start pulling up his socks and actually being yeah, you know, but, uh, yeah, a little you know, bit more responsible for his own performance. But yeah, you guys true. know it is. It's like you either... Musa will know the guys that play. You'll know, like you know, you get the feeling when you walk into a place, whether or not it's going to be for you or it's not. And unfortunately, the fact is, when you're playing professional football, you might have made a decision, but as soon as you walk through that door, you got the wrong feeling. But you got to see it out and you got to make it work. But for a striker, it's far worse because if you're not ba- if you're not hitting the goals, yeah. <laughs> then your confidence, your confidence starts confidence being lower. Then, yeah. but it doesn't matter who's supporting you. You just start yeah. like uh, Werner for Chelsea at the moment. Timo is he's overthinking things a little bit because it's not coming as naturally. Yeah. Too, too much. Yeah, exactly. He's you a know, very good example yeah. of that. You know. Another another thing to talk about in terms of Jolinton is the he's actually when he came from uh, was it Hoffenheim he was playing down the side he was playing as a as a as a as a winger essentially in a front three. Um, okay. sort of drifting inside. So when he's played in that position, he's looked all right, but I don't see him getting down the line and crossing the ball. So he's going to play more as a lopsided winger and closer to the striker trying to link up. And it's looked all right with Wilson, to be fair. Um, and I think just, I think he needs to score a few goals to get his sort of his sort of momentum going. And then who knows? Um, I just don't think it can go on for much longer if he doesn't come, if he doesn't bang in a couple before the end of the season, it's going to be forty million wasted. He scored two goals for us. He scored two goals for us in nearly a season and a half. I don't Damn. know. That's, that's don't bad. Know. Yeah, Damn. time to move him on. And you're going to catch a losses. Yeah, catch a losses. But overall, going back to the actual game, Newcastle versus West Brom. Before we move over to the the next game, 
how do you think they're going to set up? How do you think Steve Bruce is going to approach this game? Because surely, I mean, he should be feeling yeah. a little more, a, a, a slightly more adventurous than he normally yeah, is. Yeah, you, you would like to think so, but anything's possible with, with the old man there. So, I don't know. We, um, I think we look quite... We look quite solid with the with with conventional midfielders. I think I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago when he was playing wide players in the midfield. I think whoever we have in the midfield, I think Shelby needs to needs to start, and I think um, a Hayden or a Longstaff needs to be next to him just for the legs and the sort of biting. Um, I saw say Maximam obviously never played the last game, but I'd like to see say Maximam and and your your Almirons behind a Callum Wilson running and, and, and terrorizing a, a back four that's conceded a lot of goals um, for, for West Brom. Um, but personally, I think if we can go all out attack against the team, yeah, we don't really have anything to lose. We should be going for it with a, with a, a sort of good record um, away from home, better than what we do at home. Um, we should be trying to rectify that in this game especially. But if we are short, it might be a makeshift you know, plugging holes. And that's what I'm a bit worried about. Um, you might find that an Andy Carroll is starting uh, if a Callum Wilson is, is out. Um, as I said, it's unclear. We probably will find out more in the press conference tomorrow uh, when the manager speaks. Um, but ultimately, um, we, we need to go and attack um, all out because at, at this current point, um, you're playing against a team that's, I think they're not bottom yet. They're second last. Second, second last, yeah. Yeah, you know, you win, six points. Game, you win this game and we I think we're up to 17 points or 18 points. Two know. points behind United, yeah. Yeah, so... 23 to go to safety. 100%. So it's not a terrible start then. Um, and then we've got Leeds the week after, which is, you know, I don't know. Leeds have looked susceptible at times. Yes, they can play you off the park, but, you know, those are the sorts of games that we end up scrap, uh, scraping through and or scrapping it out and end up, end up getting getting some points. So I think if we can get these points, because it's going to be a tough little period over over Christmas, we've got a League Cup quarterfinal against Brentford, which is something I'd like to go for. And then we've we've got an FA Cup tie against uh, uh, that very inferior team below us, um, Arsenal. And that's uh, that's Nick from his new boardroom, guys. He got promoted to goal lounge. I don't know. He's, he's got in a slip. I don't think it came with an increase, but he got an office. So, uh, moving along, moving along to, to the supposedly the big game for the weekend, the Man United, Man City derby. Cello, how are you feeling after this week's performance during this week? And uh, what do you think is going to happen this week? Because I, mean, I know the question comes up every week in terms of if Ole loses this, does he keep his job? Yada, yada. But it's it's... Typically, it's written on the car. It's written in the stars, rather that you know this, these are the type of games he shows up. He shows up. So, what? How do you feel about all of this? Yeah, he, um, he beat he beat Pep three times last season. Um, Ole and uh, Klopp are the only managers in the world who've beaten uh, Pep three times. Um, so he's he's got Pep's number, and I think after after a defeat like that. Um, and I don't know. Wonga's Wonga's sigh was telling. You could hear his sigh through his <laughs> mic. It's like this guy's talking. Like, even I'm over here. No, I was nice to talk about. No, it wasn't to that. No, it wasn't to that. And I'll just test the stats, right? If if Tony yeah. with the two goal stats, whatever, whatever, all the stats is that <laughs> the Klopp and and, and Solskjaer have beaten the guy three times. Uh, but 
But yeah, man, Ole is one of those guys, man, um, when his back's against the wall for some reason, um, if, like, like for instance, people are obviously putting it out there that if he loses, he'll get fired, but he won't get fired. Yep. Um, he will. It's he'll, amazing the he'll type of support like, he's getting from the, the management, yeah? Yeah, yeah, because most likely he'll he'll draw or he'll win. You know what I mean? That that's that's how somehow he pulls it out of the bag. I don't know how and why when we could have rather lost to City and won against Leipzig. You know what I mean? I would have taken that any any day of the week. You know, um, qualifying for the next for the knockout phase and losing to City, I would take that any any day of the week. But um, yeah, but it was, it was uh, disappointing the way he set up the team. Um, he set up the team um, to draw. Um, he set up um, in a in a in an Arteta like manner, you know. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 honestly, but honestly, but honestly, you can't you can't start Luke Shaw um, in 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 such a big game after coming back from a hamstring injury. Um, you know, I understand Luke Shaw is a good defender, but you can't start him in a, in a, in a, in, a, in a game like that. Put him on the bench. Not against um, Leipzig. Leipzig or too old drill, too much exactly. energy. How are you putting on exactly. the guy who saw the pies back on off the ass? <laughs> yeah, man, don't, don't. And, and then Luxo takes a, a, a couple of a couple of games to, to, to gain to gain his match fitness, you know what I mean? He, he has to have a run of game for him to perform at his best, you know what I mean? So he shouldn't have done that. And then it played into Leipzig's, um, uh, Leipzig's hands. Um, and yeah, man, um, I think also the... The Paul Pogba thing might have been hanging over his head as well because his first substitution wasn't Pogba, was Donny, Donny van der Beek. So and 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 the rumors are that he's had a heart to heart with Pogba, um, and that and that that, that Pogba has indicated that he wants to leave. Um, you know, my my question is in this market, who's gonna who's gonna spend maybe the money that Man United want for Pogba? Never. Because because Pogba's best opportunity to leave was probably. Um, after the World Cup, uh, where, where, where he had an amazing World Cup, you know, and he just come off a, a good season in the Premier League where, where he had scored 13 goals, you know, that, that was the time for him to, to, to probably leave. Well, this is probably why Mini, uh, Mino Raliola did, did what he did. I mean, he sounds like a mini, one of those mini sandwiches you give at a start of, at a party while you're waiting around. But, but this is probably why he did what he did because the Oaks like, oh, Pogba finally did something in a game. Let's talk. So we can like bump up the fear a little bit. But I mean, it doesn't matter what happens next. United's best move, in my opinion, you guys always talk about what a great player is. He's great. But for me, he's not. When you're taking a Steven Gerrard sort of greatness, he doesn't just do things at the drop of a hat for your team. He needs things to be working for him around him in order to have the impact that he has. So the sooner you guys get rid of a player like that, in my eyes, the better it is for a club like United so he can move forward and build on because he's just caused a lot of shit throughout the years. Let's be honest. But I don't know, man. Like I'd rather get rid of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer before getting rid of Pogba, to be honest. I'd rather have a manager who has uh, the credibility yeah. and the ability no, to actually I think, orchestrate I think that, uh, the team. I think, I think that's the thing is that, is that for instance, is that... Um, Pogba has shown more than what Solskjaer has shown, if you understand what I'm saying. Pogba has been at Man United for four and a half years, right? And he's given us three good seasons, you know what I mean? Uh, the first season is, is Europa, Europa League um, victory. The second, the second season uh, was a season where he scored that those two goals at, at, at the Etihad. Um, and also, he, we, came, we, came, we came second in that season. Uh, and his numbers were better than the, his first season back. And then the third season was his an incredible season where, where he was in the in the Premier League team of the season, uh, where he scored 13 goals, assisted, I think, 10 or whatever. Um, so he's had those three good seasons. But I think this, the, 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 the factors that, that surround him 
have deterred from him, you know what I mean, you know, from his performances, you know what I mean? And also sometimes what, what, what often happens is that um, the, the, the media gang up on him, you know, unnecessarily so. You know, a guy is not playing, but then they talk about Pogba, but he's not even playing, he's not even on the field, you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. The guy has an ankle injury, he's trying, to, he's trying to heal, but they talk about him in a loss, you know what I mean? Whereas you, whereas I, I feel there's a bit of an agenda from the media side as well. Um, and I think sometimes as well is that people don't, Forget those three seasons, that, the first three seasons that, that he had. Obviously, they're just looking at what he's done recently. But at least what he's done recently, he was injured last season and he came back after lockdown and he was a good, he was a good addition to the team. He helped us. He was, to yeah, he was always okay. performing as soon as he was given the opportunity to be. But, but let's, but let's exactly. play. So, so that, that, that is the problem is that people from other teams, right, they often look at it and say, um, sometimes some people, um, some, but but people, if you look at Pogba's performance, right, you can actually see that the guy he contributes to the team. But then what also happens? Oh. Is people, people expect Pogba sometimes to do, be doing too much. Pogba has played different roles in Man United. He's played he's played six, he's played eight, he's played ten. You know, he's played three different positions at Man United. Right? When he played ten, he had twenty three goal contributions to the Premier League. You know what I mean? And then when he plays he plays six as a six, you, you're a deep you're a deep lying player. Look, all I'm saying. This is all I'm saying about Pogba. Yeah, Kevin's saying, you know, he's been made to be the scapegoat. My, my issue yeah, is, regardless of whether or not he's the scapegoat or not, at this point in time for the club, for him, for his agent, it's just been built up to such a point where I don't think there's going back yet. Now, Mossa is saying, okay, cool, get rid of the manager, bring a new manager in. The issue is you're going to bring a new manager in. The same thing's going to happen eventually. Because the, this club, with a new manager coming in, you're not going to win the league within the first year. So it's gonna, the club's going to be going through the motions. Pogba's getting older. He's getting more frustrated. He wants to be winning things because he thinks he's a fantastic player, as some of the other people even say he's this fantastic player. So he's already got this perception of himself. And I think right so, now the issue is the issue is he's got the perception. He believes he is this thing. But now the quality around him isn't there, and he's just getting tired of being the one number one that you guys are saying he's the scapegoat. He's getting no, tired of this. The agent's causing more shit. And for everyone, that's just more of a problem so, so, for everyone. I'm not saying not... that scenario versus a scenario where you keep Ole on. It's not like having Ole on board is actually going to win you a season. It's going to win you cups. It's going to win you Champions League. The, you, the club is still at risk of being in the same position with that same manager, no matter the talent of players that they have coming because into the system. Chokes. Because he yeah, chokes. He chokes. He, he chokes in a big moment. He's choked yeah. in a big moment um, throughout. Because how can you reach three semifinals in one season, right? Well done for getting there, right? But then you can't even get into one final. At least get into one final and then lose the final and say we lost the final. You know what I mean? At least get into to the final. He's done something that the other guys have the other guys before him did. Van Gaal won won an FA Cup. Mourinho lost the FA Cup and won the Europa League. Solskjaer got to three semifinals: the, um, the 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 League Cup, the FA Cup, and the Europa League. He got to all three semifinals, right? And what happens in in those semifinals? Okay, only semifinal I can say maybe we played we we played de- half decently was the the Man City one because Man City. Beat us three uh, one, and in the second leg we beat them one 0 So we lost three two in aggregate. Cool. That's that's just you lost to a better team. But then against against Chelsea, his setup was wrong. He starts he starts um, the keeper that wasn't starting in the cup games. He starts De Gea instead of Romero. Then already that that that's the wrong thing. And then in the game his setup is poor. So 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 I what well, I agree with Mosane, but I also agree with what you're saying, Claudia, about about Pogba moving along. I I I I I won't uh, be sentimental and say I want to keep on I want to hold on to Pogba forever. You know what I mean? Let the guy go. 
move along, let's let let's move forward. But also, Solskjaer needs to also go. You know what I mean? You can't... You, you, can, also, you can let go of both. But you know, but what, on that point, on that point, okay, on this point, um, I do think like Pogba gets a lot of airtime and we should be covering what's going to happen, you know, um, with regards to what's happening this weekend. But what's pretty interesting about this is that we started talking about Pogba, but it showed up to the fact that, you know, Ole is not good enough for United. Yet the conversation prior to all of this was you saying that Ole is still going to win on the weekend. So him winning on the weekend, how is he going to do this against a Pep with a, with a, a Man City that seemed to be getting on, back on track? So how's this going to happen? And this question's to everyone, but Cedo can answer first. But I'm curious to see what everyone else's thoughts are. Hey Amen. Ole right. just somehow um, pulls a rabbit out the, the, out the bag. Uh, with, with with such games, the big games, um, he proved it last season. Somehow, you know, I mean, he he sets he sets the team up um, to 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 obviously frustrate and um, and then gets the better gets out the, the best qualities in in, in the Man United um, counter attack. You know, I think what um, may work against him, for instance, is the fact that um, a Martial is injured. And a Jesse Lingard isn't the Jesse Lingard of the match at the Etihad last last season. You know what I mean? Because Jesse Lingard, um, for all his deficiencies, right, he's one of the best pressers in the Man United team. So he's he's so he's lacking in that um, counter attacking, um, you know, the counter attacking elements and that 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 that, that a Martial and a, and, a, and a Jesse Lingard brought to the team last season. Uh, but I still think somehow. Um, he would be able to 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 galvanize the troops uh, and to get the best out of them. Uh, there, there's been comments that, um, that 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 certain players in the in the change room um, have 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 given um, their vote of confidence in him and still believe in him, but they're just doubting um, some of his selections. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, coach, you know what? We believe in you. You just don't know how to put a proper I'm team together. You, man. So, so listen, listen <laughs> to me. Listen to me, coach. I'll, you know what? If you play Rashford on this side it's, and you keep me playing, then, but, yeah, I like but, you. But, but guys, you know what happens. You know how, how it is. The media throw out wild things into, uh, in, 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 into, into, the, into, the, into the light and, and, and you ask yourself, does that really make sense? You know what I mean? You, you can't say such things and then say that, but... Um, they don't, you know, rate, rate the way he's setting up, you know. So, so let's see, let's see what happens. You'll probably um, go with the with the with the with the with the same formation um, as against um, as against um, what's this Leipzig, but he really needs to uh, be big enough to drop Lindelof or, or Maguire. He must just decide on one player um, because both of them literally um, are similar and they're not the fastest um, center backs. Whereas you've got Town Zebe and and uh, and Bay who are quicker than 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 him and more physical, um, um quicker than the, the both the two of them, so choose one, choose one because yeah. because literally that you're getting exposed, um, in your defense because because you're not playing with those players, you know what I mean? Uh, it'll be good yeah. to have Fred, Fred back, uh, with his bite in the midfield. I think um, that sometimes can 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 be evident when 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 he's not playing because he's he's he has bite. The only problem is sometimes he just I think City are going to... I think Man United are there for the taking. I think City are going to pump him. Mm. Absolutely hurt them. I think yeah. I think this is Ole's final. Yeah. I think Ole's going to go after this. Nah, he would. Even if he loses, he won't go. Ole to stay. 
he doesn't get back into top four. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? So every manager that got fired was outside top four. So Van Gaal came fifth, won FA Cup, got fired. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Mourinho was headed in that direction and then they pulled, and then they pulled the plug um, on, 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 on that. Do you know what I mean? So, so sim- similarly, the same, the same thing will, will happen to Ole probably. Uh, probably All keep right. going with them until sure. some point in time where they, where they see that they can't get top four and then they and then they then they pull the plug. I think the I, key I, player Nick Nicholas's question. I think De Bruyne is going to be the uh, he's going to be the key player for me. I think he'll conduct. I think he'll create. I think he'll. I think they're going to want to win. I think uh, Guardiola also needs to. Um, He's also. It's not been a great start for him. He needs to make sure yeah. he wins this game. Yeah, true. But, I mean, saying that, saying that, I mean, I mean, the recent they started bad, but if you look at the, I think the past three results, if I'm not mistaken, they've all been wins, um, yeah. and they've been convincing ones. Yesterday they played yeah, a match where, yeah, yesterday they played a match where they didn't have to win at all. They didn't need to win the game, um, and they won. I think it was three 0 Aguero mm. also on the score sheet. Um, and for me, if I if I've looked at past performances, a key player on my side, I would say would be um, would be Mares. Um, he's been just has been giving defenders trouble left, right, and I mean we, we all know how he is. And I think a, a defense like Man United, especially a defense you don't know, you actually don't know who to expect actually to start. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think that's that's going to be very dangerous. I mean, if you're going to put someone on like uh, who's that guy, Williams. Uh, who came on for Man United? At left and back, he's and, yeah. pacing, he's, and he's, he's and always he's, going to be forced to turn. And he faces Aguero. No, he can't. Yeah, so not Aguero. If he faces, that's, that's, if he faces Mari, that's 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 another like part where you look at Solskjaer and you're like, uh, Solskjaer. But, but, but you know, what kind of <laughs> okay, can, can I just touch on it? Can I just touch on it? Imagine, right? Imagine, guys. You 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 playing you playing you playing a three a three five a three five two system right no problem sharp cool that's your system then you decide to keep on show who's got a yellow card and just came back from injury but you take off the person with the best cross crossing ability the <laughs> take him off and then keep on show with the yellow card who just came back from a hamstring injury and then later in the game you take off show and then you bring on Brandon Williams who's a right footed player playing on the left like. Ah, like, and then even worse, worse, he puts on Fosumenta and Tonzebe, whereas Daniel James, Mata, and Igalo are sitting on the bench. Yeah, ah, bro. you can see, you, but you can see the mind of, of his mind is, is Ole is at the wheel, <laughs> <laughs> at the wheel. Let him drive, he's doing, he's doing the thing, but you know what, Bonga, you mentioned. <laughs> Mentioned, you mentioned, I mean, Kevin says Aguero is back and we know what Aguero means to Man City. And also with, with January around the corner, we know they're going to spend on players. But for the game against United, it's going to be a tricky one because City's struggles this season has been 
um, when they play against teams who sit deeper. And we know what Settle's already mentioned this. United are going to do that. They're going to wait for the counter. Rashford is one player at the moment playing for United where I think he's making a big difference. Obviously, you've got Bruno Fernandes. You mentioned Harry Maguire, Settle, in terms of, you know, does he drop him, doesn't he drop him? For me, if Ole wants to save his job, he strips that captaincy. He says, you remain as my vice thing, my vice captain. Fernandez, you be the captain and you lead this team. Yeah. You lead this team. Actually, you know what? Fuck you, Maguire. You sit there and Rashford's going to be deputy to a flipping um, to <laughs> Fernandez, And then you, you sort it. Because you, then you've got guys that are really fighting. And Rashford came out saying today, I think it was, he doesn't want to leave United. So if a player's already coming out saying that and he's one of the most influential players, let's give him that responsibility. Let's give him the leadership underneath the player who's already doing the thing. Build on that confidence and then move these other players out slowly. But yeah, sorry, Mosa. And literally week in, week out, Rashford and uh, Bruno Fernandes have to save the, the antics of Maguire and, uh, at the back. They're literally doing the job and carrying the, 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 the club's character on their shoulders. Rather give them the captaincy. Then players like Maguire do understand that their position is not, not uh, guaranteed every week. And that's not the more important in their centre-back position. But he as, needs to as, be as, yeah, they do definitely into bench, and if they are playing, I think uh, a, play, uh, a striker like Kun Aguero, who Man City have been crying the need to have their out and out number nine back on the field, is going to be looking at that too and thinking, "Oh, I can't wait to get on the field. I can't wait to turn them. I can't wait to get in behind them and 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 create a lot of havoc." And an unfit, an unfit Aguero is more dangerous than I don't know what against that's why, that's why, that's why, that's why you need Bayi or, or, or Tanzebe, people who've got quick recovery. Uh, recovery, you know, you don't need someone who turns like a double decker man. <laughs> like a and the ball, and the ball at the back of the net by the time he's, he's done turning. Right? And then he puts his hands up, he doesn't know what he's done. It's like, oh, Jack Knox, bro. Jack Knox. Jack Knox. And the worst part is because he plays Maguire and Lindelof together, it never works. And, and, and that's the thing is that it's not saying that they that they rubbish defenders rubbish, like rubbish that they can't play football. It's just that as a pairing, you know, football is, is all about pairs, man. You know, like a, like a Joe Gomez never looks good without Van Dijk. You know what I mean? So you need to have a pair. You know what I mean? You know, Dyer hey, looks, hey, please don't speak about Dyer, your own Dyer, players. Dyer, don't bring in the Liverpool players Dyer, there. I don't. Dyer, Dyer, Dyer looks like the best defender in the, in the league when he plays next to Alderweireld. You know what I mean? These yeah. players look good because of the partnership. So now Maguire and Lindelof never look, none of them look good. Uh, Maguire only looks good in the air, but otherwise they don't look good when they play against... Because <laughs> always in the air. They never look good, you know, because, because, because they're, bad, they're bad pairing. You know what I mean? So yeah. they continue to look bad. So rather, play, rather are you, real Madrid, Varane is, is lost without Sergio Ramos. It's all about pairing, guys. You know this. You know, so can, can, I, can I just say this? I want to say something. We had, I think, seven people watching us live. And since we've started talking about United, we've got two left. Guys are tired. <laughs> I'm tired of this team, man. It's crazy uh, how like, so much has to get resolved at Man United for them to, to, to fix up the season. And they've got so, the capacity, right? They've got a lot of quality players, good characters, uh, in, if you look at positions in the field, they can have like menacing players in those positions. It's just, yeah, man, they never, the, the players that should be there are never there. It, 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 <laughs> it does this. Let's, let's talk yeah. about someone who, where the things are coming together, like Celo's hand there. 
Um, we've got the blue, the blue derby there, the battle of the blues in Merseyside. Everton battle versus Chelsea. Yeah, <laughs> we've got one side, you know, that's flying, and you know, Everton. We also they become just as inconsistent as Newcastle. I don't know what's going on there. Angelotti has he lost his way? I don't know. He's lost his way, man. If 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 we were to play Everton a, a month and a half ago, I'd be uh, fearful of the team that we'd be coming up against given the form yeah. that they'd had uh, back then. But now they've had uh, inconsistencies uh, in terms of their performances, dropping points left, right and centre. And they're attacking... Uh, Calvert-Lewin is still uh, a, a very big risk for the team, but uh, players like Richarlson and James, you, you can kind of solve and fix solutions uh, for them because sometimes it feels like they are forcing a lot of their... They're forcing a lot of their... Um, Actions and a lot of the the the, the performances and it's, it's not quite gelling at Everton. So, yeah, man, on our side it looks good, right? Like uh, players are, are coming to the fore. Uh, we we've been now testing a lot more combinations out. Um, everybody's on song. There are some a few injuries to Hudson Odoi and Ziyech, which naturally I'd That's say happened. that. Would give us an issue, but now it's like we've got good replacements who can actually fill those spots, which is it's perfect in my view. As long as we don't have Kepa on the field, I think we'll be really <laughs> <laughs> that man. Every single shot seems to be it's been a trend for the whole <laughs> yeah. That every single Silo, shot why are you looking so sad now? He's talking about a team that's doing well. Your face is going what? What? It's very what's going on? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just listening, bro. Opportunities as well. 
like if James starts, he'll get good opportunities there um, to whip the ball in. Uh, Chilwell will give him good delivery as well. So there is he can start. Um, but that's honestly back uh, to how Lampard sees his boys recovering, sees them the, uh, weekend uh, every day at, at training, and sees how he's looking sharper on the on on the day at the field. But yeah, I I I. I I naturally wouldn't want him to start because he does give us a different uh, approach when he does come on, right? We can go a little bit more direct and look for um, menacing approaches uh, in in the in the area. But if he does start, at least he gives us that from the get go, and that's that's something that's nice as well. Yeah, play, play the form, play him, and the guy who's got, who's been scoring goals, who's been looking lethal, play him. Um, and I think Everton's there for the taking. And if you think about the fact that they their 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 fullbacks um um have been injured and since they they were injured that's when the that's when the problem started you know they lo- lost Luca Dean and then um Seamus Coleman wasn't available yeah, Seamus Coleman yeah then they, they started, then they started playing three at the back um but then their wing backs weren't really wing backs they played Iwobi as a wing back um Fabian Dolph as a wing back so it was like a stop gap like it's like almost like Everton have no like players to put on or they don't even have like Young players that can actually push up and say, "Hey, man, come on as a as a, as a left back or a right back." It's it's actually it's actually quite puzzling, and that's actually what what I think has brought them back down. And I think yeah, I mean um, Chelsea will definitely have uh, too much for them. Um, but 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 I would like uh, I would like to see Everton giving us something. You know, I mean, just just give us that energy that you, that they gave at the beginning of the season because it's it's good it's good to watch because you know that Everton is gonna be a match for. For, for, for teams, you know what I mean? You know, they, they had a draw against Liverpool, you know what I mean? Liverpool yeah. got them, they were still hot. Now Charles is getting them when they're, when they're cold, man. And it's... You know, you know what's but the thing about, is, they've got yeah. BMT players like uh, James and um, Calvert-Lewin, in my view. They've got players who can turn it on uh, in these big games and that's something that we have to really keep in the back of our minds going into yeah. this fixture. Mm. Not so what's quite interesting about it is that if Everton do manage to to pull something out of the hat there, they then have 20 points, which then would only technically be two points behind Chelsea. So what's quite interesting is that despite what's happening with them, the wheels are seemingly coming off a little bit. It just shows you where the league is at this this interesting, it's pretty volatile, where a side like Chelsea that we all, on Tuesday, you guys were mentioning about how they're going to be competing for the title. Now, if if they do lose the game, a side like Everton are back in it with only two points behind them. And that's very interesting. Yeah. But to what Celo's point yeah. was, uh, Celo talking about uh, Lucas Digne, uh, if that's how you pronounce his name, Scott, I'm not sure. You're going to have to give me French lessons, Scottish lessons. <laughs> and, oh, do you guys think, you know, uh, Billy, Billy, Gilmore, Billy Gilmore, doesn't he sound like he could be on um, uh, the Peaky Blinders or something? He could be a character on the Peaky Blinders. Uh, yeah, oh. definitely. He looks, like a, he, he looks like the part as well. He looks like he could be in the Peaky Blinders as well, but... Yeah, he's a phenomenal talent, man. I've been impressed with every time he comes on the field. He he does look like he, he wants to get on the field and prove something every time he gets a chance. And no, he's a good it's talent. just he's a super talent, and it's just a, a very good headache for um, Lampard to have because now players like Mason Mount and them, um, Kovacic, uh, they have to consider themselves as well. They very well established players in this current Chelsea squad, but having players like uh, Billy Gilmore come from uh, injury and perform the way they perform is amazing, man. It's it's really, really good. But but Lampard must be must be careful with him, man. I I often sometimes we we, we forget that these guys are teenagers, man, and, and their bones yeah. 
you know, they're, they're still growing, you know what I mean? And, and, then, and then he got injured because I think he was playing too much at that point in time. I think he has had a, a midfield, a defensive midfield crisis last season and he played like probably like seven games in a row or whatever. And I think that's where he got picked up the injury, you know. And these guys, we just need to remember that these guys are, you know, 17, 18 years old, that they, 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 they aren't as durable as, 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 as these crocs. Yeah, true, 100%. And like the the injury that we had was in Golo Kante and, and uh, last season. And he he's a very good understudy to players like yeah. Golo Kante and Jorginho. Yeah. Once you know there's a niggly issue that comes up for one of those two, he can come yeah. on. He's still young enough to then say, okay, he doesn't need to play every single game of the season, yeah. but there'll be cup competitions, there'll be um, other European football to play where we can actually expose him to uh, game and, time. And, but and, ro- and rotation. Yeah. 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 Which, no, is, which is something which Lampard has to consider very, very uh, seriously. Yeah. Wonga, with regards to the Everton side, do you think there's, there's anything Angelotti can do in this scenario? See, the, the thing about Everton, um, I think even Lampard would be wary uh, going to the game, is that they started the season good. I think everyone has seen how good they they actually could have been. They were at like top flight. I mean, they were top of the log uh, at a point. So I think in that in that being in the fact that we've seen them be there. I mean, the potential for them to play that well um, on, Ch- at, on the day they meet Chelsea is it means it's possible. Whether they will bring it is another thing, Claudio. Um, and I don't know, but I like I, I do think they, they they do. I mean, according to how they they started the league, I think that they they do have the quality. Like they said, and I mean, even even if it was just Hamas and and Covered Lewin who brought it to the party, um, it 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 is enough. I mean, Covered Lewin, if he's um, you know top I mean? goal scorer for the league, top goal scorer, eleven yeah, goals yeah. be leading the log. Second most goals. Those goals were, keep sheets, many of those goals know. were good ones. Those are. Those are mm. good goals, eh? Um, many of them that he scored. Um, I've got a and I said, I think goals, he... Yeah, the T-Rex arms, baby T-Rex. Yeah, but the sure. thing is, they're two, they're, they're two players in that Everton Look, without Lucas Dean, with, with the five assists that he's already provided, I think he's a huge loss yeah. for that side. But I think yeah. there are two players in that side that the weekend's game is going to suit to the T. And I, if I take what... Angelotti was able to do with his Napoli side when they played against Liverpool and really frustrate them in so deep is that in Allen and Decore, he's got two engines. And I think yes. he can really, really ask or make Chelsea ask some serious questions of Chelsea and frustrate them. So possibility of a, you know, a late goal or a draw, but that, that's the possibility. Scott Woodhouse with a baby T-Rex. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mosa, I don't know. Are you worried about those two? But- Oh, sorry, I'm worried finished, about them. But... Yeah, sir. Yeah, like even even um, Pickford in goals. I mean, even like I said, that guy at maybe it was he's just the pass, but he's he's when he plays a good game, he has a good game. <laughs> like it's really good, um, and he, and he could keep a clean sheet. It's just no, like the the I mean, everything is. It's, I I don't know. You just don't know the team that can come up, and you're right. But for me, I just think they still have. There is a possible. I mean, they, the limited possibility. Sorry, the potential that they have. Um, it can on a day frustrate Chelsea, frustrate them. I think. Yeah, they could be like, and that's my concern about Dukure and Allen. They can create frustrations in that sentiment uh, area where they can decide to sit deep and clean up everything that comes in from our attacking 
six. Mm. Issue is I see too much pace and I see too much energy in our front six to be um, um, held well, Goodison, back. Goodison Park is tight. Eh? It's a tight little space to go play. They sit deep. You're denying all that space in behind with your pacey players like Averno who's struggling to get a, a tap in inside the box. You know, it's going to be a struggle from for inside him. the box. Yeah. <laughs> from the only thing that went for him. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only thing that went for him that day. Yeah, yeah but, but I'm looking at this lineup that they had against against Burnley, guys. You know what I mean? Like Alex will be as right wing back, guys. Come on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, imagine, so how much can he get really so, give you on this? So, 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 Vern and Vern are gonna have fun on the left hand side, man. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, and, and if you think, think of will be, he won't even give um uh Calvert-Lewin the the right type of assistance. Like he won't give him those good crosses to look for great balls exactly. to actually hang them in there for him. It's going to be him trying to cut and paste he's, he's, he's look more, for something. He's more, he's more one of those plays. He does, he's not a crosser of the ball, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if, if, if Everton give you a call um, tomorrow morning and say, hey man, come through and play right wing back for us against Chelsea, what would you do? For Everton? Yeah, man, if they, if they offered enough, I'd score like three own goals. <laughs> <laughs> you and Pickford would have a lovely day. Yeah, you know, I'd, you know, Mosa, my number used to be number three, so I'd go back and show them my number. Nicely there. <laughs> three of the best. Three of the best. Oh, um, but uh, moving on to the next game, uh, I think this is going to be a short conversation with everyone here. Uh, Fulham, Liverpool. Surely, and from my perspective, yeah, all that's coming out of the Liverpool camp is based on what happened yesterday. It felt like when I was watching the Champions League game, it felt like they were playing Europa League. I told you guys this. Um, You know, we had a couple of youngsters on the park. They did the job. We got robbed in the end by VAR again from two two calls. And Klopp's come out saying, I don't know how, I know know you guys, like you might be finding it funny, but I just can't understand for the life of me how this is all going against Liverpool. And I know I sound like a real... Like one of those crybaby Liverpool, like uh, Scotty would say, here come the waterworks now. But I just, I can't understand how these decisions are being made. But it doesn't matter. I think the positive side with the youngsters coming through playing, we had Rice Williams again doing his thing. We had the youngster who's the same height as Zavi. His name is Clarkson in the midfield. He looked good on the ball. He did give away a couple of passes, but that comes to the territory when you're that young. We had Billy the Kid, like Klopp likes to call him. Uh, the youngster came on for Fabinho second half, and he's also he, he officially made the record for being the youngest player to play for Liverpool yesterday at 18, 18 years old. So, I mean, those were all positive, and Jota played. So, I think the lineup for the weekend is going to be far too strong for Fulham, despite it being at the Cottages. Who, by the way, I don't know if you guys knew this uh, or know this, Fulham's fixing, renovating their stadium. So, it's going to be a nice day. Yeah, and what's nice cool. is if you guys ever go to the Premier League, if you ever want to watch a game, you go to Fulham because they just always have tickets on sale. They're like a real nice little family club. So if Chelsea are playing yeah. the Newcastle, you can always get catch a game there. Now that the fact that they're making the stadium bigger, even better when COVID's all gone, hopefully. But yeah, getting back to the point, I think Liverpool rested. They rested Mane yesterday. They rested Firmino. So we know the three the three big boys are going to be starting on the weekend. We know Henderson didn't play yesterday. Another player is going to come in. Genie didn't play. So they rested for this weekend's game. And I think oh, I, I can't see Fulham doing anything, really. I don't know what you guys think. Nope. I'm the same. I, mean, I can't proved, see Fulham doing proved, anything at this point. They proved that they are capable. Um, I'm not saying they're going to win, but obviously that win against uh, Leicester was... It was quite profound, you know, away from home against an informed Leicester team, if you want to call it that. I think they lost 3-2 to Everton. Uh, uh, that's also probably Everton aren't in the greatest of form. 
Um, they didn't get smashed by City, but yeah, it might be if there's a potential banana skin, it could be here because it is a small, smaller ground, you know, Liverpool probably are in great form. Um, but, you know, Fulham don't have anything to lose here. Um, mm. I don't see them getting anything, but I, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I would like them to go and to go and take the game to Liverpool and see, you know. Yeah, but Liverpool, but I think Liverpool speaking, will probably take the game to them and uh, really have the yeah. quality on the day to 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 take them on hands down. And at, at the back, Fulham are just so bad. Like they're so bad at the back. They just don't have the quality. And you know, normally how it is. I mean, you got Nick. You know, as a coach, the easiest thing, and it's what Mourinho is doing with Spurs, and he's coming away with it because he's got quality players. But the easiest thing to do for your side is make them organised. Now, the issue that they're having at Fulham is Scotty Parker's try to make them an organised squad, but what they just don't have is quality on the ball, and they just make stupid errors, and that's yeah. what's killing them. The problem is yeah. when you've got these footballers that are playing for better contracts elsewhere, so they want to show or prove that they're footballers, so they're better on the ball, and they, their decision-making tends to go out the window. They take an extra touch because they're trying to be a bit more flamboyant, or, or, or and this is where the mistakes tend to creep yeah. in. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think you know that it's they they pretty much still a championship squad if you look at it. You know they've they've gone they've come up, but they're just not good enough in all the departments. They're just not going to score enough goals. They're not going to they're going to concede too many. And I mean, in terms of the quality, the the starting eleven that they can put, you know, into into a lineup um, week in week out is just not going to be good enough for this season. Are they going to maybe make a great escape? I don't. I don't necessarily see it. But I mean, winning against Leicester is a is a is a complete. You know, <laughs> is it a fluke or is it a complete uh, sort of fun. way in the right direction for them? They've got a. They've got a. You know, they've a tough run of games. Everton, Leicester, Man City, and Liverpool. You know, if they can, they've lost two of those. They've won one. Uh, potentially going to lose on the weekend. But you know, if they can sit in get organized and possibly squeak a draw you know that's four points out of out of four games i would have taken that any any day of the week but i don't know it is going to be tough for them claudio i don't i don't see them uh, i see them fighting um a, a really hard battle especially on the weekend yeah it'll be tough for them yeah all right well i think that's enough to cover that game let's move over to the one in which <laughs> It actually surprised me with Wonga, by the way, because when you were speaking about Man City, you actually had more excitement. Um, but let's, let's see if the excitement <laughs> or the twinkle in the eye comes back when we're talking about this fixture. Arsenal, Burnley this weekend. Surely a little bit of a twinkle in your eye. A little bit. There must be something <laughs> there, Wonga. Uh, if there was hope, would somehow climb that table. I'd be happy with that. Uh, and after, 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 sunk in after, now. Arsenal have scored two goals already. Oh, today, well, yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice if they could put I, that form into the league. No, I told but, you, play the Europa League players, man. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Might have a point. Uh, but I don't think they'll last. That's the only problem. Um, yeah. I think that you know, to, to, to climb that table, to be in that top six, <clears throat> I think it requires a bit more <clears throat> than just, uh, just a one-day motivation. Um, but I was going to say, um, with Austin, I think now if you look at uh, just the way the, the fans are sitting, I think uh, if I, most of the Arsenal fans are fast-durated. 
Um, and I'm probably one of them as well. It would be nice to see... Alaka is probably one of them. He's still leaving a little bit of hope, saying, I'm not fully I'm not there yet. I'm kind of frustrated. No, no. I don't see us winning no, no. this game, but I'm not frustrated at all. You guys had that... Uh, the Arsenal, I saw people that watched the Arsenal TV. Um, uh, you guys saw that little clip, that guy, when he went berserk. Um, yeah, and I was the only time. The chair. Yeah, I was I was in and out watching the game. Uh, I was in and out of that Arsenal TV, um, and yeah, it was it's probably the same mood that I was uh, in when I was watching with my <clears throat> with my brother. But now, <laughs> when I think about it, guys, <laughs> I just want to say his brother's bigger than him, and they're not small guys. So I can only imagine what happened to that apartment. <laughs> Chairs were flying left, right, and center. We're lucky you still have the Arsenal shirt in the background there. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, he had the Inter one. He had the Inter one the other day. So I don't know. Yeah, we've the Inter one. Yeah, but uh, I, think, uh, I think that kind of sums up their mood. But I'm thinking, hopefully, I think what Arsenal need now, I mean, the Arteta's not going to go. We know this. Um, the, the players are what we have. I think now the fans just need to pretty much accept it and they just need to try and get uh, try and get behind the team because in this situation, what we see most of the time, like even Wenger, with, with the track record Wenger had, um, if you think about it, um, I, I mean... The, yeah, you the, guys the, chased the, the, that poor the, old man away. Yeah, the, the number of leagues he had, FA Cup wins, I mean, he was, he was next to... With a It was him. <laughs> I mean, FA Cups was him versus Sir Alex Ferguson. Uh, really, it really wasn't Arsenal versus Man United. It was really him versus Alex Ferguson, um, and they ended up chasing him away. Uh, the fans, um, and yeah, I mean, he he obviously let go for the better of the club um, and the frustrations. Then you got Unai, and yeah, this, now we're here. Um, but yeah, I think oh, that's yeah. It's fighting relegation. They they said it. You see, the thing is, even like against the Tottenham game, so guys were saying, obviously, this is the game to win, you know. Um, a bomb, they went. Sorry, sorry, Wongo. What did Emery always say? I think you want a good evening. I think you want a good evening every time. It's like, I think you want a good, good evening. evening. Good evening good, with a B. Good, good evening. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. That's but all I you think, can do at this point in time, Doc. Or you cry. Yeah. <laughs> can, I make a, can I make a comment uh, quickly? We had six yes. viewers again, and now we're back to three when we started speaking about <laughs> We yeah. had yeah. we speaking about Fulham. Oh, that's pretty much oh. how, that's how our fans roll as well when we're losing like I'm pretty sure we'll see it now if they lose if they start losing this game they'll probably be out the stadium those 4,000 maybe 2,000 will, will go uh, that's, that's what happens it becomes empty yeah that's, that's, those are Arsenal fans uh, for you but I think uh, yeah but looking at this game um, I don't see Arteta starting uh, any differently to what he's done uh, the other games, David Luiz, probably one guy will come back. Uh, Partey, I think he needs to rest Partey for a month. He's gonna, it's gonna, otherwise, it's gonna be in and out. It's gonna just be in and out, in and out the whole time. The guys come, he said he's ready, and Arteta, Arteta even said, um, the when he came, there's like, ah, oh, he's not ready, uh, he's not ready, but you know, Partey, he will run, he will run and play for us no matter what. But and then he's still I pushing mean, the him guys, back on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
The guy's injured. Injured. He's injured. Let, let him rest. He's for me. It's like this: is he gonna? Is he gonna? Is he gonna make? Is he, is he gonna be the difference to win us matches? Uh, we've seen now. It's not. That's not the case. It's gonna take him plus a few players. So let him rest. Play what you have. But, uh, but as, Bongi, you know what I don't understand. What I don't understand. What, sorry, Nick. What is it? No, Marcus asked a question, and no, he didn't ask a question. But I wanted to ask you: when is it gonna be enough for Arteta? Are you gonna give him the full season to fail, or? That's yeah, that's a that's good question. I also like I like I I I like Ateta, but the job that he's doing, uh, obviously it's 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 not what what a club like Arsenal would want. Um, one a friend of mine was saying the other day that if you look at uh, he says if you look at now Liverpool, Liverpool brought in Klopp, right? Uh, look at Klopp's uh, track record behind him, and now after three years, this is what they get. Uh, if you look at Everton. They they brought in uh, um, Ancelotti, uh, yes, and they started the season quite well. They're probably gonna probably probably finish probably the highest they've done in a while. Um, if you can't pick that up, then you look at a team like Man United. They brought in Olegan Sousa. He's played Molders, won the league there, but it's not. It's, I mean, it's not the same thing. Now he's brought, Arteta has come in. He's only been assistant to 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 Guardiola. There's literally no coaching um I would, I would, experience, yeah. yeah like not even experience point. but there's there's no there's no uh coaching credibility I would say um for me you would it's, need to go start somewhere else. Look I like Oteta I won't lie but just reading it and looking at what previous clubs have done with their, like with their managers. No 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 look this is what I'm saying I'm saying look I'm saying I like Oteta but at the end oh. of the day, what the what's better for the club? You're looking at no, what's I... happening, and I don't. To be honest with you, if uh, if I look at like if I look at team like Man United, the inconsistencies, and I look at what's happening with Arteta, I, I and what happened with Una Emery with his track record, uh, I don't see I don't see Arteta picking up. Eh? But but let's. I, I, I like don't. the fact I like the fact that you mentioned the different coaches because let's because you know how things work when trends happen people start to follow the trends and in this case for Arsenal it's a cost exercise where they go well we can put a guy like Arteta in because he's not going to be charging as much as the other guys and if he doesn't work I out guess. we can always get rid of him and it's going to be cheaper for us to get rid of him but the, let's let's compare him to a Lampard who's come in let's compare him to an Ole who's come in so technically speaking the three guys. You could even argue, so Ole, you mentioned he had experience in Norway. Frank Lampard at least got a shot at, in Derby with, in yes. the championship, which is arguably the toughest league in the world. And then he got Arteta well. with zero experience. He's just an assistant underneath Pep Guardiola, but that was enough yeah. creden- credentials. For yeah. me, if we're going to go within this pattern, why? Will, I mean, I know Freddie Lindbergh got a chance, but again, not a coach, not the right personality, but why isn't someone who was a leader in the past for a club like an he's, Arsenal, like a Patrick Vieira... Why? Why would yeah? He's an underweight. Why is a Patrick Vieira not considered in Patrick, terms of, this Patrick, sort of Patrick? Patrick Vieira just got fired last week. Yeah, he just got fired himself. But but that's dependent on you know that's dependent on different scenarios, different countries. But what I'm saying is a guy who knows no, the but, fabric but, of the club. But but, but yes. I hear what you mean because because, because and he had some coaching Vier, experience. At least Patrick Vieira had coached in in the, in, in USA. Uh, he coached one of the teams there. At least before how yes. in France he had coached there. And if you look at like. And the club he took at France wasn't a great club either. So it's also it's like one yeah. of those you you're working with what you have at Arsenal. Technically yeah, speaking, you should have more resources. It's, it's I a think if I look at even if I place. even what you mentioned, um, even what uh, even if you uh, if I mentioned like uh, someone like uh, Patrick Vieira, I also think 
he was like the kind of player he was. I think Arsenal's kind of missing some personality like that in the team. Uh, if I look at Frank Lampard, I, I kind of see uh, why he's sort of successful at his uh, at, at at Chelsea. Uh, uh, his personality, you wouldn't need, doesn't really need anyone like that on the pitch. Uh, he could do that himself. Um, if he had some, if he has players like that on the pitch, that's a plus for him. Uh, but he yeah. he could really control his team from uh, from there. But I don't want to say that Tito Soft. I don't know the guy. Um, I don't know him. No, but look, I'm not on, on on the pitch. On the pitch, you. I'm saying. Yeah, but I agree with you. I'm Wonga. saying on the pitch. You yeah. saying personality and I think it's what an Arsenal and a Man United are missing you've got yeah. two boring guys that are sitting there giving press conferences you know like they were good players but I mean you've got a Frank Lampard who was Mr Chelsea you know I wouldn't be surprised if a John Terry comes in after being an assistant and he will get you know a Chelsea yeah. going just as just as well as as a Frank Lampard so yeah. I mean, and you know, I, I've I love got, that. I've got, yeah. I've got, for me, I've got the solution for you because it does seem like it is going to be a, <laughs> no, it's going to be a relegation battle. So why didn't you take it? Steve Bruce, one guy. Ah, yes. It happens every week, guys. It happens every week. But you know what? Can we touch on what, what Scott says? Uh, which, which, right. which I agree because because the coach right. of Bayern used, used to be uh, uh, jo, uh, jo, Joachim Lowe's uh, assistant uh, for Germany. Uh, uh, what's his hand? Hand Dieter Flick. He was he was. Jo- yes. He was a Germany, Germany national team assistant for like, I don't know, four, six years, six years probably even. And he has that at Bayern where he won the treble in his first season. So I guess... But still, you remember... For every, for every, for every, yes. success, for, for every successful coach or successful assistant that becomes a coach, there will be but an attempt. You well. see, like, but in Germany, remember in Germany, we even spoke about this. They have the, they have the sporting directors. Um, and I think if you have exactly. if you have that guy, it becomes simple for you to then introduce. Yeah, if you have that that sporting director, who's the guy who who manages how the the, the club's philosophy and how they okay. do things, then it's easy for you to bring. Well, I wouldn't say it's easy, but then there is a system in which you bring in a guy who doesn't have that much experience. You understand? Um, that's that's how I feel. In Arsenal, who who was there uh, uh, beforehand? When with Una, I think... Una Emery was there, and I mean Wenger. When sorry, when Wenger was there, it was just it's literally him who's doing the deals. He's doing the philosophy of the club. Now, now you fire him and you bring in Una Emery. He and the same, the, the same, the same thing, thing at United. It's the same. It's an yeah. interesting. Now you must do the like whole thing again. Yes, uh, and you know no, the Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich is not great. But you guys have a sporting director. It's just. Is it the right sporting director? No, but they've also... That's, that's because, another question no, as well. Does no, no, he function like a sporting director? Sorry. But the, no, no, no. I'm good. You must, you must give it, let it go. But the thing is, sporting director also take into consideration that they've changed it. They've had like three sporting directors over the last three years. It's something ridiculous. Yes. So it's also been, know, they, had, been, they, had, they had that... But you call them, Claudio. Oh, they, they say they're sporting directors. They're not... They, that's the thing. Arsenal, they don't really call him a sporting director. Uh, I can't remember what they call, but he's not even really a sporting director. We see him as a sporting director, but he's not. It's not the same. If you go look at the Bundesliga, go look at under sport, a sporting director is every team has one, and they they operate the same. They and 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 it makes sense what they're doing. If you go in the Premier League, and you not every team has this sporting director. Not even every team agrees with it, um, and you can see why clubs 
will struggle when they take in a team and take out. And I think Arsenal are in that same predicament right now. And now you've got a guy you signed Oteta. I don't know why they signed him. Um, I, I to, to be honest, with you, no, no, I'm not saying like it, it was a, a dumb decision. I'm saying as in like I really don't know. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know the facts behind uh, signing well. him. Yeah, the, look, the, he started well. He started look, well. Yeah, yeah, he started very well. Look, guys, let's let's be honest. I think Arteta knows his football. I think it's to your point that there's a lot of structural things that probably need to be need to be sorted out first. It's going to take some time. The problem is the manager isn't going to get the time. Yeah, and the politics. He's not going to get the time he deserves. Or he might just because of how Arsenal is. But if, if he gets the further he drops down the table and the more it does realistically become a relegation battle, the harder it is to, I, to justify I think, his I, I think then it's a simple... I mean, you know, obviously our text is for the future. And someone who, who will hopefully get it right, but maybe just bring in Bruce there to sit next to him, uh, just to organize the team and make sure that you survive. Just there, then you can survive the relegation battle. I do want to. Who's 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 assistant? assistant? Steve Bruce could be a good assistant, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, just organize them, pump the ball forward there. Was it not free at the time? I don't know if it's Steve Bruce would rock up with his pies and his beer and he'd say, come on, lads, let's sit and pump that ball along. Andy Carroll, let's let's sign Andy Carroll on a free. Anyway, but before I just want to, before we move on from the Arsenal thing and the comparisons, if we're looking at a Lampard, you guys mentioned it. Lampard, mm. you know, Lampard, and, I, and you can see it with his team and you can see it when he's coaching on the side. And even if you watch their training sessions, Lampard is a born winner and he won things mm. as a player and he was that yes. player leading on the field. Similar to what a, a Gerard is. Now, when you mention Ole Gunnar and Solskjaer, he wasn't. You look at an Arteta, he wasn't. They weren't those type of players. Sure, it doesn't mean they don't know what they're doing. I mean, we get different yes. types, but you know, you got to find the right club for that. And right now, to what what Nick is saying, you know, Arsenal need a fighter. But you know, enough of that. Let's we're going to move around. We're going to talk about the the betting corner. Let's let's have our predictions, guys, and let's see what's coming up there. Oh, let's see what Jason said. By the way, Jason. Oh, yeah, well, that's also true. Celo was looking down when that was when that was That's a fact. That's a what fact. What a fact, man! Hello. Nice. There's our statistician there, boy. What's a, you know? I love this guy in his video analysis. Jesus, He's sir. giving us things. <laughs> and it'll, it'll probably stay this way for this this coming season, to be honest. Yeah. 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 All right, so what we're going to do is with, with, with the predictions, we're going to move on. We're going to start with Nick. We're going to go, no, we're going to start with Wonga because Marcus yeah. always says Wonga needs to go first. Wonga, Nick, Morsa, Silo, and then we'll finish with me with the predictions. All right, you guys ready for this? First game, Newcastle, West Brom. Have it. Have a go there, Wonga. Ah, Newcastle. I think Newcastle will do something. Hopefully, COVID hasn't done them too bad. I said 2 1 will, t- uh, 2 1 win to them. I think uh, I think it's going to be a two-nil win for Newcastle. I think um, we'll have. I think there's a youngster that made the squad recently, Anderson. I think I'd like to see him play. They say he's he's something special. Just turned 18, so if we do, if we are struck with a bit of COVID and he maybe gets it, uh, gets a chance, I'd like to see him. But if Callum Wilson's playing, we definitely have a chance. I think it's going to be two-nil for Newcastle and Scotty. Screw you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're training this shit. I hope you're training this shit. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, your turn. Your turn. 
Uh, Mosa. <laughs> oh, me. Yeah, with, with, with this game, I'm neither here nor there. I think uh, uh, maybe Newcastle may have the benefit of having a longer rest period uh, from their previous game, which will give the guys more excitement to be on the field and more energy. But it's really uh, uh, neither here nor there game, so I give it 1-0 to Newcastle. Yes, Come on, <laughs> I, I I have a disclaimer for 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 my for my prediction. Um, if if the key players are are, are aren't affected by COVID, Newcastle will win um two one. But if if a Callum Wilson um and or a John Joe Shelby have COVID, I see a one one then. <laughs> you know, see Nick. Celo's got his devil's peak. He doesn't want your beer. He's fine. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with a, a 2-1 victory there with West Brom. But I think West Brom are going to keep Newcastle very honest. That's for sure. That's the, so who's going to win? Goals. You said 2-1 West Brom. Did I say 2-1 two, two West Brom? Yeah, you said 2-1 yeah, yeah. West Brom. Yeah, you, said two one. Fine, you, see, you see that? My heart was saying Newcastle. My mind overrid it. And I just went... <laughs> So I guess I'm going to stick with that. West, West Brom are going to secure three points. I've got to go with what my mind's saying then. I can't control that. Okay, next game. Man United, Man City, Wonga. Um, yeah, I think Man City on a good run of form. Uh, Man, Man United, yeah, they could win. But I think uh, tomorrow, uh, not tomorrow, this weekend, I think Man City will take it uh, 3-1. Yeah, I think, um, I think City are going to have too much. I think it's a 2 2-0 victory for City. Hmm. Yeah, I'll Both fans in the stadium. There's neither there's neither uh there's neither uh sort of factors. I think it's straightforward for Guardiola. Yeah. I think uh Man City will also be too good on the day for Man United. There's so many things going on in the United camp which I don't know the which team will be pitching on the day. Yes, it is a, a derby. And Ole's run of form against Pep is uh, pretty good, as as you mentioned there, Silo. But I think in this current run of form, um, Man City should be stronger than, than uh, United. And the strikers should be rearing to go at City. So I give them 3-1 as well. Yeah, I say, I say it's going to be a, a 2-2 draw. Oh, uh, Silo! It's going to be a classic. It's going to be a classic, classic, classic derby match, up and down, um, where City gets hit to the counter, but but also City's um, attracting um, threat uh, will also score some goals, and we we've been leaky at the back, so I think uh, two two draw. You know, it's a pity you support United. Eh? I'm not gonna lie, because there, there's certain things that we agree on. <laughs> because I, I also I feel it's gonna be it's gonna be a two-two draw. That, that's those are my thoughts, and I, it's exactly I share the same sentiment with exactly what he said. There's gonna be a counter. We know City gonna have the ball. We both know both teams aren't good enough to have clean sheets. But um, that that's kind of that's where I'm at. So well done, well done with that one, Silo. Let's hope we're right there. Listen, if anyone's placing bets, that's probably a result you want to put your money on. You'll probably make the most money out of that one. But yep. next game, next game, Everton, Chelsea, Wonga. Um, I say three 0 to Chelsea. Chelsea are yeah looking strong. They got replacements everywhere. Um, yeah, I, I I just don't I don't see. I mean Everton, yeah, they could pop a surprise, but I don't see it happening uh, this this weekend. Let's say let's say three one. Maybe they get a goal, but Chelsea still take it. I think uh, I see it being a tough day out at um, 
at Goodison Park specifically. I see a draw here. I see a 1 1 draw. For some reason, I just have a feeling. Wow, that's a big call. That Ancelotti, Ancelotti is going he's gonna to do something. I don't know. He'd have to be like a very defensive and very well uh, organized yeah. against That's this why Chelsea I don't think team. there'll be a lot of goals. Mm. No, that's fair. But it's a big call because I think uh, even if he is well, well organized in his team, he's, he's defensive and is hoping on those one-off chances for Calvert-Lewin to run on to or find something in the air. I think Chelsea's quality in possession of the football will be dominating the game. The, the quality they have in all the, the, the different facets of the field will just be too good for um, Everton on the day. And frustrations do creep in in this Everton squad. You, you could see once they do start losing 2-0, not hitting the back of the net in the 60th, 70th minute, they do look a very frustrated side. And I think we'll probably count on that and look to get back a 3-0 from this result. Hmm. Okay. I think Musa said that they'll keep a clean sheet last week. And I, and I said that Leeds, I saw Leeds scoring a goal. Um, and I think I see, I, see, I, see, I see Everton scoring against Chelsea, but, but, but um, the attacking um, strength of Chelsea will, will, will shine through. And also because I, I, I don't see this wing backs that they're playing with currently. Um, the only thing that they do have going for them is their centre mids um, and, and obviously their attack. But their defence is... is so it's not a it's not a defense that, that you can that you can say that will keep out Chelsea. So I'd say Chelsea two one. Chelsea two one. Hmm. I'm still I'm torn. I'm torn. If if um if their left back was fit, Everton, I'd say there'd be more trouble for Chelsea. I've True. I've seen an Angelotti side frustrate Liverpool on more than one occasion. Um and just sit deep and he's happy to take a normal draw. And if he thinks that's on the cards, don't be surprised if you see that for 90 minutes, uh just sitting back, not touching the ball. So for me. Uh, I think it's going to be a very, very big test for for Frank because it's going to be one where he's going to face a side that are going to sit deeper, a bit more quality. This isn't your Bernie. This isn't your whatever. So I'm going to go with a null-null draw, actually. That's that's what I'm going with. And only because oh, Chelsea have been scoring so many goal. goals. Yeah. And I don't think the balls... They, hmm. I mean, they're going to feed off set pieces. So if Calvin Lewin does get a, any sniff at it, it's going to be a set piece. But I don't think he's going to get anything up front. I think the the one there was a game where I think he only touched the ball twice in the whole game, and I think I can't remember. I think it was against Southampton. So I think that sort of might happen for for an Everton on the weekend. Uh, next game is going to be Liverpool Fulham. Um, four nil to Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Arsenal are where they are. This is why Arsenal are where they are. You see that? I think it's. Um, I think uh, I think it's going to be a two-one win for Liverpool. I think they will concede, but it will be it will be straightforward for them. I think Fulham will score somehow, probably a penalty. Uh, they get a lot of penalties; they miss a lot, but I think they fix that problem. Uh, it might be like a VAR problem against you, uh, your that vendetta against uh, Liverpool at the moment from VAR. But I think it will be straightforward, but a two-one win for Liverpool. Yeah, I also think it'll be pretty straightforward for Liverpool. Uh, he did the club did manage to rest a few of the big uh, players for for this type of occasion. So I think they'll be firing on all cylinders and rearing to go. So I think yeah, a three 0 uh, win for Liverpool over this this game. 
Yeah, no, Liverpool will win. Um, but, uh, but I feel that um, Fulham at home will want to try and do something. So I think maybe um, Adamola Lookman, um, he's, he's probably the best player. I think he'll, he'll score a goal. Yeah, I think they're going to try and hold out. But I think after 20 minutes, if they concede within 20 minutes, it's going to be a long, a long game for Fulham. If they, if they can get to the first half with a clean sheet, then you know you're gonna, they're going to reduce the scoreline. But I think it's going to be 4-0 on the cards from my end. Uh, last one, the most exciting one for all of us. <laughs> the relegation battle. The relegation battle there. Six-pointer. Six <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal versus Burnley, Wonga. Let us hear yeah, it. Let us hear it. I think I mean, like Burnley now are looking at this game and they 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 won three points, not just one. Um, there's a possibility of them getting three points and they might go for it. Uh, but obviously Arsenal have to win, and I th- it'll be interesting to see, like Celo said, if Arteta actually plays the players. Um, I mean, based on merit. I mean, they're doing. doing you're, you're and I think you're yeah, the guys the guys who are winning on the weekend, if he plays them. But yeah, we'll see. I think. Um, for me, we're not scoring goals. I can't expect a lot. So a one no to Arsenal. I think for me, um, I think this is the perfect this is exactly what Sean Dyche wants. He wants to play mm-hmm. against an Arsenal that try and keep the ball, uh, that are out of form. He's gonna sit in, he's gonna kick them off the park, he's gonna mm-hmm. be physical, they're gonna it's gonna be one of those ugly sort of uh, days out for Arsenal. I think it's gonna be a one one draw. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tricky occasion for Arsenal. I just, I just don't see the energy that they can bring to this type of a performance where they can actually like menace Burnley or actually even impose their own strengths onto the field. And that's a tricky thing for Arsenal. So I think, yeah, they should have enough quality on the field to get a result. So I won't go with Jason Sergal's 1-0 to Burnley. I'll go 1-0 to Arsenal. They'll just scrape a result Arsenal. from this, 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 this game. Yeah, no, guys. I need I, I, Arsenal need to win, guys. You know what I mean? We need, <laughs> That's what it is. We need, they need to win. Need, That's what it is. We need we need a win, guys. Nick has more wins than than Wanga, guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we, need, we need we need to bring up the morale of the entire group. We're not saying we must win all our matches, but we're just saying at least after the games that your team needs to win at least one, so you can at least be happy. You know what I mean? But Wanga's been. <laughs> We've been losing, you know, consecutively, you know what I mean? So, please, man, please give us a 2-1. So, I say 2-1 to Arsenal. 2-1 to Arsenal. I mean, they haven't won a game in four Premier League outings. That's something. That's, wow. (laughs) I don't know. That's worse. Like I said, it reminds me of when Liverpool had Roy Hodgson in charge, but far worse. Mm -hmm. That's what it kind of reminds me of right now. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, I was going to say like a 1-0 victory to Arsenal, but now that, you know, Nick... Put some valid points with Sean Dyche, and he's a dickhead. Oh. Eh? He's yeah. a proper dick. Hey, and do he's you remember what, do you remember what uh, Sky said about about Burnley, guys? I'll never forget that episode, guys. Every time I watch Burnley play, and Sky says, "Oh man, Burnley are so shit, man. They're just that team that just you just need to have out of the Premier League, and because they just kick the ball, they bring nothing. They kick it to Chris Wood." Chris Wood hears the ball and then when it's to his feet, he doesn't know what to do with the ball and he just does, he just loses the ball. I just, every time I watch Burnley or think of Burnley, I just feel what Sky said. I'm like, damn, man, you're so like, yeah. it's nothing to the Premier League. 
Yeah, no, you know what? Screw that. Arsenal are going to win 2-0. That's it. That's it. Any, <laughs> final, any uh, final words? Final words before we end this episode. Wanga, you're getting your three points. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, but please, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lads. And that's, um, thank you for joining us, everybody who's been there. Jason, you're a legend. Kevin, J- uh, Scotty, who else is normally here? Nick, uh, Nicholas, Nicholas. 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 And obviously Marcus. our main man, Marcus, Marcus, and anyone else who is watching us today. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, this is Pre-Match Muti. And if you really want to get in touch with the Sangoma, Mosa knows a few people. That's how he got his professional football career. So um, thank you for watching. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Cheers, guys. Guys. <laughs> Cheers.